0: Welcome to the latest episode of It's Your World Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dane Allen, a.k.a. Uptown Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown. I, I definitely made the last one of that no one ever calls me that, um, but I'm, I'm trying to make that one stick. I don't, I don't know. Um, like I start every episode, how are you? Glad to hear it. I um, hope uh, everybody's doing well and... Um, Thank you for checking out last week's episode with uh, Victor Powell. It's my uncle. I thought it would be cool to have him on um, for the Father's Day episode. I know it was like a week late, but I had some things come up where, you know, just doing family time for a little bit. It's one of those things where he was in town for our family reunion, and we were just talking and chatting it up, you know, a couple of a couple of days, for a few hours, actually. And, um... I thought to myself, you know, hey, man, you want to be on the podcast? (laughs) And he said, yeah, so I appreciate you for jumping on the podcast and just, as he would say, um, doing us some rich, rich content to um, basically uh, put out there for for the world, or the internets, um, as some would say, to uh, just check it out and listen and let us know how you feel. I had a few people reach out, so they were excited to listen to that episode, which I thought was dope. I think fatherhood is one of those things where you 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 see dads, you see fathers, you see them doing the thing, you see them being who they are, and um, protecting their their families, and you know providing for their families and everything like that. And I kind of want to make that a thing for the show, just trying to do a special Father's Day episode, and not, not only for the dads out there, but in honor of my, my dad, my father, you know, who's no longer with us, but um, I think it's kind of cool to kind of keep a trend going that way, and I appreciate you, Young, for getting on the show, and, you know, just let um, us know how you feel. Uh We talked about a lot of different things in that last episode, and that's kind of like like he said, that's kind of how those conversations have been going for us lately. I think it's one thing to... Be a kid, be a child, and be in the midst of adults and them, them helping mold you and helping you grow as an individual. And then as you grow older, you're able to you know have those hard conversations, those difficult conversations. And I'm only talking about like politics, religion, and all the stuff that tell you not to talk about family and friends. But it's one of those things where we kind of talk about it and we, we shoot ideas at each other and different things like that. And I thought it was kind of dope. To have that, uh, have one of those types of conversations put out there t- to the internet for you guys. Um, again, I appreciate you checking out. Hopefully, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Victor L. Powell. Uh, he's at the same username on both um, platforms, and he's he's doing some different things. Uh, I've been able to watch him from afar growing up, and also now as an adult to see what he's uh, talking about and discussing. And I think one of the main things that he's kind of um, Preaching, or uh, I, I don't really know how to explain it because he is based in the, you know, the religious uh, facility or whatever you want to call it. You know, he is based in that idea of being a bishop, and he has his responsibilities there. But a couple of the posts that you'll see if you check out his page, he's talking a lot about fatherhood and stuff, and I think that's one of those things where. It was only right that I have him on the episode, you know, and we talked about a few things, so hopefully you're able to check that out. If you haven't, maybe you can go back and listen and uh, let me know how you felt about that. Uh, But moving on to this week, I want to say, I know this one is coming out a little bit later but, you know, I was paying attention to NBA free agency and um, had some stuff going on this weekend. I had a good time. If you follow me on Instagram, at it's Jordan Bruh, underscore, probably saw me out there playing whirly ball, just having a good time with some friends and, you know, tur- turning up a little bit. Um, but, I, I, I mean, I'm a Bulls fan. I saw all the talk about the Thaddeus Young signing. A lot of people don't like it. But what I will say is this. We need a crafty veteran. I think we lost uh, Lopez this season. He he uh, left the team, and he signed with Milwaukee. I think, and uh, one of those things is like you like why we ain't getting one of the big names. Why we not? I, I felt like we did good in the draft. We signed uh, what well, we drafted. Uh, good Co- uh, I think it's Cody Cody White um, from North Carolina, who's pretty dope. Now I feel like we just needed a point guard. That's just how I feel. Somebody to run an offense through, somebody to distribute the ball, somebody to get the bigs to ball. And, you know, we got Levine and in and those guys, uh, uh, the young guys, uh, Carter. So I think it's one of those things where you, like, you just watch the team rebuild. And that is what it is. I saw that everybody's waiting on Kawhi to figure out what he's going to do, which is really weird in my opinion because I feel like he's probably going to do the whole Toronto thing for another year at least. I feel like they could repeat. But I don't know. You got KD and Kyrie out there in um, Brooklyn, so that's going to be crazy. Like, just to see that team together and what they can do. they bring bringing back a lot of the same guys they had last year, and I think they were a playoff team. Jimmy ended up in Miami, which was – Odd. Only because I definitely thought he was going to end up on a contender. But, I mean, hey, balling is balling, player. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know, I just want my Bulls to get better. Please keep building a team, guys. Please, please, um, please. So, I just, I don't know. I'm a Bulls fan, and it's hard to watch the Bulls struggle like this because this reminds me of, like, the early 2000s when we were struggling. We had a, a few great draft picks. And then not only to mention that, like, most of the players that the Bulls draft, they, like, come to our team, they be all right, and then they just grow. And I think that's the one thing that worries me about having young players with the Bulls is we can get a young, talented player with upside and potential, you know, as the analysts say. But we end up letting them go to another squad, and they become all-world. We got a couple of guys that left and became all-stars. A couple of guys that left that might be Hall of Famers, but that's up for debate. I feel like Jamal Crawford is going to be in the Hall of Fame. But if you want to argue with me, I don't really know. I'm just saying, I think he's that good. Um, My next guest on the podcast will be Mr. Mickey Housley, who's a comedian from Houston, Texas. And he's been doing comedy for a while now. And I remember the first time I saw Mickey on stage was at Riddles at an open mic. And it was like when I really first started doing comedy. And I'm like, man, like, this dude encompassed everything that I thought comedy should be. And it let me know, like, man, bro, you need to get your shit together. If you want to get on stage and you want to be a comic, you want to be a comedian, you need to have your material on point. You know, have your stage presence and everything like that. And that's some of the stuff that we talk about in this episode, it's one thing, like, to say you're going to do comedy, but to have just about everything, you know, all together. You see that at the open mic where, you know, you have polished comics and comedians with great material and everything like that. But most comics usually go to open mics to try and do some new stuff. They're trying to do new things. They're trying to put out some new material and everything like that. And they just want to see where it goes. But like, Biggie got up there, just like he did. A, he had a great set. He did his thing, and that made me think to myself, like, man, look, this is what you're going to be competing with. You know, you you as a comic, you try not to see it that way. But you know, if you want to get more spots, you want to get on more shows. You want to be asked to do podcasts or things like that. Like this is the type of material you need to be doing. This is the type of stage presence you need to bring. Um, this is this is just this, this is what comedy is, bro. And we talk a lot a bit about that. Um, what it's like to be a comic. You know, coming up with new material. Your best times on stage. Your worst times on stage. What happens when things go wrong? And you got to figure it out. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you subscribe and review. You can follow Mickey on IT at Mickey Housley, M-I-C-K-E-Y, H-O-U-S-L-E-Y. He's also got a book out. You can check it out on Amazon, My Chronicles of a Stand-Up Guy. It's on Amazon. You can check that out there. Pick it up. I can get a copy of it. Just to support the dude, man. I think, I think Mickey is a great comic. Like, he's really good at what he does. And I hope this episode lets you guys see that, too. You can check out some of his shows that are coming up as long as you follow him on IG. Now, let's start the episode. But yeah, man, what you been working on, man? Just, I know it's been a long time since I've seen you. I think the last time I saw you was probably winter time at, um... Riddles, baby, on a Monday. Riddles, okay, okay, yeah. Um, I gotta get back up. You been lately? No, actually, I did not go this week. Uh, had to be at the crib.
1: You know how it is. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel that. yeah I, I'm gonna try to go this this Monday actually, I got some. Uh, I got I got some more stuff I'm trying to work on uh, as far as my stand up goes. Mm-hmm. Man, I recorded like I guess like my first little special really? back in October. I haven't put it out yet, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's about time to start working on that new material and whatnot, so... Introduce yourself, man. Oh, yeah, 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 man. Nikki Housley, man. Comedian. Arthur. Entertainer. Karaoke lover. And, uh, yeah, man. Just out here trying to entertain the masses and live my third best life, man. That's (laughs) real. (laughs) Straight up. I feel you, man.
0: Uh, I'm kind of at that point, too, so I felt like I started in sixteen. Okay. And I've been going through it now, it's like, all right, my nigga, you got like three years of material and yeah, then you, you go through it, you like
1: I just need to come up with some new stuff. Yeah, I think I think I think uh comedians, I think we always in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I I got it. what's the next joke and right. stuff like that. So, uh yeah, man. It's like, no matter what what level you are, it's like, you always think, like, man, what's, what's the this, next what's what's the next joke? And you're always trying to fight that, find that balance between, all right, let me work on what I got already, mm-hmm. or do I need this? Do I need to tag this here? Right. So, yeah, it's tricky, man.
0: Yeah, you know? I feel like uh, you got it down, though, man. You're you, 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 you writing books <laughs> and shit now.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. I saw your uh, Instagram post with that. What, what, what is that about, man? What'd yeah, you- so, that's the, so basically, when I started comedy, because I'm 10 years in now. Damn. Yeah, yeah, Decade, man. Congrats. And I appreciate <laughs> it, man. For sure. And so, when I started, man, I started in March of 09. Mm-hmm. And I would say I made the decision that I wanted to do comedy in January of 09. So, so, uh, so January, I made the decision. March was the first time I had the stage. Okay. So, in between that two months so January is when I first started writing, started writing jokes and stuff. And I, I, didn't, I didn't think I would hit the stage for, like, another six months or so. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm going to write, write, write. And uh, I would say February, I got the idea to keep a journal. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, I want to keep a journal and chronicle, like, uh, just, I just want to chronicle the journey. Journey, you know, all, like, all the cool stuff, you know, the weird stuff, whatever, whatever, you know, I want to make notes of it. So I started writing this journal before I ever touched the stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I say, uh, I started in March. I saw, like, this, this sports documentary. It was actually, like, on Kevin Garnett. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like, a big Kevin Garnett fan, but like, I was inspired by his right. work ethic. And I was, it made me feel like, man, I don't need to wait six months to get just on stage. Get so mm-hmm. I started looking up spots. So I hit the spot. So uh, long story short, man, I, uh, from, like I said, February of 2009, I just started keeping this journal. And I always told myself, I said, man, when I get on TV, i want to put it out, you know, that'd be like the part one of my story and then whatever success I attained afterwards, it'd be like the part two. So, You're and, planning ahead, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, because really, really when I started the journal, I would say the first four years, I didn't, it was just for me, like I didn't have any intentions of... Uh, putting it out, like in a book. I would say for like around a year or four or five, I was like, because you always get people come up to you after the show, like, man, what's your thought process? And, and uh, did people write for you? You know, it's, it's questions like that. So I was like, well, I say, like, well, if people are that interested in it, why not put it, yeah, together, not put it together in a book? So I, I told myself, man, when I get on TV, I, th- I thought it took me longer to, to take for TV than I thought I about I I like three or five years tops for me. Uh, but it's uh, so I take for the Showtime at the Apollo in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. I said I said yeah, man, I could, I could uh, drop the book like uh, along when the Apollo thing airs or whatnot. So that that was that was the whole mindset. So I I, I wrapped the book up, and so it's just about my journey, mm-hmm. and You know the the successes, the embarrassments, right. and uh, yeah, that's what I call chronicle of a up guy. Yesterday made. Uh, was the year anniversary okay yeah or two two days ago yeah june 3rd last year okay right? then maybe that's what it was That's how you posting yeah yeah, post. yeah that's that's an, that's what so yeah, yeah but no I, I appreciate you hitting me up because you know i'm trying to i'm still pushing it <laughs> right well i actually thought it had just released but uh, the main thing is i'm like
0: i know i haven't talked to you about being on the podcast before and then mm-hmm. somehow i think i had a show then you had a show was right, just right, like right. no It'd you know like, so just figured out, hey man, maybe you can come down here and meet up yeah, and just yeah. shoot the shit a little bit, man. I feel like for me at, at what three years in, it's like you fall in love with that like struggle a little bit. And yeah, a little bit. You hate it sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> so you like and it, it, it has those ebbs and flows. You mm-hmm. know, you're doing well. You got a show coming up, but mm-hmm. like you got an open mic, you killed it all yeah. week, and then you go to the next
1: one. Trash. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's funny you say that, man. Those those exact words, because when I was watching that Kevin Garnett special, mm-hmm. that was very similar to what he said. It was like uh, when you make it, you appreciate the struggle. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 you put in. Like right. you know, it, it's hard, but then when you make it, like you appreciate. It. Getting up at five in the morning, you know, the comics don't really do that, but you know, right. yeah. I I I try (laughs) to get up early, but you know, (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's
0: it's one of those things where. I feel like there's comments you always, like, looking for influence or, mm-hmm. or like, inspiration mm-hmm. or whatever. And sometimes it could just be watching something on Netflix. Yeah, 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 sometimes yeah. it could just be mm-hmm. standing up, like, just, like, when you walked and I was just writing some random, okay. I got, like, a notebook, and just, it's just write random stories. Mm-hmm. Just come up with random, stupid-ass stories. Right. Of, but, like, thinking about that, when you say that, when you get to that point where you get, like, a killer joke, you're like, okay,
1: that's some shit that I wrote down in my yeah. makeup story journal. Because yeah, it's, it's jokes, <laughs> man like the mm-hmm. greatest they come from anywhere mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's real like I, I'll be listening uh I was coming in from Nashville the other day mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm listening to like I'm listening to Eminem Jay-Z right. and like like man these dudes are like great artists right. and and uh so it just it just inspired me to like, like man I gotta, I gotta dig it deeper man and come up with these with this stuff so yeah inspiration may come from Oh. So ten years in, man. Like, what was the the first time you felt like I can really do this? Man, I would say, man, for me, like the first time I hit the stage, uh, I got, I would say I got like two chuckles, and that was enough. That was enough for me to be motivation. like, motivation. Yeah, because I, I was, you know, because you when you first start, I don't, I don't know how it is for you, but for me. You watch it on TV, and you, you don't really know what's out there. Yeah, you don't know what's, what's 100% on? how it works. So I'm thinking, like, okay, watching of View and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I'm thinking, like, all right, they, got, they tell these people when to laugh, like, here and there, or they edit it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, man, if they out on their own, like, how does it work? So for me to get the, like, those two laughs... And I produced it myself. It wasn't nobody you holding like the behind me yeah. saying, laugh now. Like, know, I did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, getting those two laughs, that was enough to keep me wanting to do it. And then from then on, from, from that first day to I would say a year, I was like hit and miss. Like, I have great ones and I have bad right. ones. And then I would say, I would say after that first year, because I started around my, birth, my birthday. Okay. Like a day after my birthday. So I would say like a, like a year later to the day, like, as we to, as yeah, it was like I was, I was starting to hit it more consistently, you know, mm-hmm. like, man, I can I could do this and then my second year in I I, I got second place in the funniest person in Houston comp- competition yeah. and uh, uh, a lot of people argue that I should have won, you know, said so the dude that won he was like a ten year vet. Yeah. You know, aside That's from right. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aside from him everybody else was like four years or less mm-hmm. and, and so <laughs> so uh, you know, you take him away, and then, and then even with the video a lot of people just felt like I, I, I should have went, But um, so that was like after that, man. I thought I was on my way. I'm like, man, watch our world. But comedy is a grind, man. You ain't steady hitting it, man. You could, you know, you ride that wave or whatnot.
0: So that's that's one of the things that's funny to me about it is you have your idea like what this shit's gonna
1: be yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember right now, man. Uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't go like that, but. Stuff down, but man, I'm gonna be the fastest rising comedian mm. ever. And it's, it's really—I'm not gonna say it's stupid, but I'm kind of glad it didn't go like that because you know you you can be you can rise fast and fizzle out fast. True, and that's what I was just about to say too. Like, because you think like,
0: oh, woo, woo, in ten years, I mean, in four years, I can do this. In three years, you try to plan that shit out like, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. This is that. I say it's cool to plan it out, but you gotta like give yourself time and patience mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is be like like you said you won a comedy competition not so much like I'm about to take over the world but like all right boom I'm, that's a found that's a uh, it's a building block for me I laid the foundation like to the next thing right but you're right though because I think when you're in the struggle you learn different ways of how to prolong your success mm-hmm. too so I don't, that's why I, this is part of the things for me. It's like okay, well, I'm not on stage doing comedy, but I'm sitting down talking to another comedy. Yeah, sure. I'm working in the field of comedy. Yeah. If it was a profession like yeah. that, yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I, was, I was
1: I was thinking to myself too, man. I'm like I'm like man, I gotta find ways because like I can hit the stage, but um, you know, most of our work comes on weekends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said man, I gotta find ways I can make. You know, leverage myself where I can get checks, like, Monday to Wednesday, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not just waiting for Thursday to come, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, or just that Saturday, that yeah. one spot you got on Saturday. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, so, so it's like, man, I gotta, and that could be writing, that could be, you, you know, you could do whatever. or whatnot. not, so, uh, it's like, so many avenues you can do with the time game.
0: But you seem to stay pretty busy, man, every time I see you. I try, you, man, yeah, yeah, I try, I,
1: like I say, I like, i, I you know, I'm just trying to. That Monday to Wednesday, man. I'm trying to. Get, I'm trying to get that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I try to say it. I, I have my little moments where I get a little lazy and all this. Stuff. I think we all do. But uh, yeah, other than that, man. Yeah, just trying to get it. Trying to trying to uh, travel a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the all the cool stuff, the perks. When's your next show? You got coming up? Uh, Define show. <laughs> that's <know>. real. <true. laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, "You're living on some money, Mister." Right, right, right. You know, I'm, mean, I'm at the comedy bar tonight. And, uh, what is uh, in Indiana on Friday? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Atlanta, but that's that's for a wedding or whatnot. But I'm gonna try to see if I can network while I'm out there. Right. And two in.
0: for because. My boy just hit me up from college, like, man, you know, I want you to MC the wedding, the after party, or well, really? what? They, what is it called? The, um, the reception. reception. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, right, <laughs> like right. you trust me enough to do that. And that lets me, you know, like, all right, well, maybe them maybe, maybe, niggas maybe, do kind of believe in your yeah, boy a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I don't know. That's just how I feel
1: about it. But yeah, they they wanted me to perform at it, but I'm, I'm like, you know, because I've done a lot of favors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, all right. I got to pay or something. And then then stuff like that, man, uh, you never know how the crowd going to be. True. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my hardest. I did
0: one one gig. It was like a 50th birthday
1: party. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've done it. A whole room full of aunties and yeah. grandmas. And I said, like, a joke about, like, old people. <laughs> and uh, the lady who was running the show was like, no, no. no she didn't like that joke. I'm like, wow, like, when you had a comedy show, or you had a comedy show, yeah. nobody ever comes up to you really say something like that. But right. I appreciate the honesty. that was one of the hardest gigs I had so far, bro.
1: Uh-huh. And, and you're right, because you don't know how. Yeah, you don't know how, man. I remember I, I did a show, uh, it was for, a, what was it for? It was like a high school graduation. A high school graduation show. I mean, like, the girls graduated high school, her family all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did that show. Great, bam, off the bam, boom. Mm-hmm. So I would say, almost a year later, uh, the girl, the girl hit me up. The girl that graduated high school, she hit me up, and she was like, "Yo, my uh, my cousins graduating from college. You know, the fam might tell you, you know, you did your thing last year. You should right. come back, boom, right. boom, 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 boom. but." Uh, you know, a year later, you know, I don't have a year's full worth of new jokes. You, know <laughs> you do do the same set? Yeah, I mean, I mixed up a little bit, but right. it was, I did enough of the same jokes to where the uh, one of the mamas, she came from the kitchen and she was like, yeah, you know, you, you did some of these jokes last year, we good. Like, while I was on stage. Wow. Yeah, but the people, the people that was, uh, <laughs> the cousin that was graduated, and his crew, they they weren't they were right. there, last year joining it, but it was like, it was enough in there that was like, yeah, man, we heard something. So that that's as a professional, you got to be, you got to. Oh, what you Yeah, now granted, job. I wasn't, you know, I, you know, I didn't know that, okay, I'd be here a year from now, but yeah, you got uh, to, it, it came kind of last minute, so it was like, dang, man, you don't even remember what jokes you did last year, really. True. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah, so, yeah, that's one of those things, like, always being prepared, man, uh, you know, taking your sets, then maybe you could go back to it, like, okay, right. take this, this, right.
0: this, this. Actually I got to the point where like for the first year and a half I was always recording my sets and it's okay. like all right well you know the stuff but like what like you said, can you riff? Can you start adding mm-hmm. tags on like just because you have some stuff that's written, you 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 know it by heart almost. Mm-hmm. But like are you getting better with that material? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, like you said, you can say the same jokes, but after you do it so much, you can be like, oh, put this part right here and mm-hmm. then put that right there. Right. Hopefully that shit goes over, but if it doesn't just keep on going, yeah. nobody yeah. know. But uh, yeah, dude, like I, I definitely feel you on that, bro. Mm. I don't know what I do, so I was like, yeah, I heard these jokes. Yeah, that man, that was that was one of the uh Early on, that's a big thing to take in, yeah. though, bro. Cause that are, like Smash your
1: confidence, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That was probably like that was probably around year three from year four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that I mean that was one of my worst worst days because <laughs> I had a show earlier that day where I uh, and I can't remember if it was the, yeah I had a show earlier that day where I was hosting like a battle of the bands okay. for like it was it was like for kids though <laughs> yeah it was like. <laughs> Fifth and sixth graders or something like that, right? And uh, I announced the wrong winner. Yeah, and man, it was man, it was rough. (laughs) Man, the kids that so because the way man, it was my fault because the dude whispered it in my ear Mm -hmm. and left. And then I was like, man, what did he say? Man, bro, that's one of those things you. You can remember
0: every single bitch
1: yeah. you got when someone somebody yeah. come up there and be like, oh, wow, He yeah. be like, "and something some <laughs> told me, something told me to be like, nah, man, go, go get it right, like, go, go confirm it." Mm-hmm. I said, "man, nah, I think he said it like this, man." I announced the winner, man. I saw a dude face just dropping. That's not <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I said ah, man, I, I knew as soon as I saw his face, I was like, dang. What? And so. They had to, you know, I had to go tell them what happened tell the families. Like, they, they was going to do it or what. And I said, man, I messed up. I'll I go talk to the, mm-hmm. to the families and stuff, stuff like that. Man, they was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they was not happy. Like the, the kids that got second place but really won, they they was happy, of course, mm-hmm. But the kids that won but really got second place. <laughs> and I was like, nah, man, I, that's unprofessional. And yeah. and this was this, this like a, where I met, uh, I think Steve Harvey had Right, it. I was just about to say. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That. Well, I did, I did that before his little situation came mm-hmm. on, so I was, I had posted about it on uh, Facebook one time. I was like, I was Steve Harvey before <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was, yeah, that, I had that, and then that situation after that, that, that graduation, graduation part, party. Yeah, it was like, man, this was a bad day.
0: I, but, like, I feel like that, that like, those, Mistakes like that, or because I did the same thing, did the same like right, uh, right. the 50th birthday party, announced the wrong next oh. thing up on the program. Yeah. Everybody looking at you like, what is you like uh, uh, uh. Right. <laughs> you know, you know how it is. But I definitely feel your number. Those personal, intimate gigs like that, mm-hmm. those are the ones I feel like if you're not nervous, mm-hmm. that you just should not be in uh, the business for
1: doing that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, man, yeah, it's really learning how to navigate the the nerves, sometimes they'll lie to you and be like, yeah, you're going to mm-hmm. fail. And that's not really, that's not the case all the time. True. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, a lot of people say uh, nurse, a lot of times you care, you want to mm-hmm. do well, you want to do your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my What I've noticed for myself, is it different between being nervous and being scared? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm scared, I'm not going to do well. <laughs> 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 like, if I'm like, a, and you know, you like can tell, like, man, I'm, I'm petrified, right. hitting this and then if I'm scared, I'm not going to do well. I'm nervous. I just have to remind myself like, you know, it just means I care. It doesn't mean I'm going to do bad. Right. Uh, you know, just, you know. Just well, like, you find yourself
0: going through the same things that you're going to say on stage over and over again. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes, man,
1: sometimes you gotta like, like okay, man, I know the material. You just gotta like, right, relax. Yeah, you gotta relax. And I, I like to do it. So sometimes I might like write my set out and then I go over it and then I follow the throwaway so, so I can't look at it no more. And, and I'd be like, okay, it's in my gut. It's going, it's going to come out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm going off that. <laughs>
0: influences, man. i see you on stage before. I'm just like, this dude is really damn good at the comedy. Dude, He's that. really good at stand-up. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, and I think I saw you, like, like maybe I was maybe a so you say eight man. months in. Oh, okay, okay. So you said you made there, Right. Okay. I seen you, like, once there when I first started. Okay. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's pretty good. Appreciate it, man. Right. Damn good. Appreciate it, man. But influence man. has been, like, I usually talk to people. They're like, oh, it's jazz and all
1: this. Like, I feel like some musical stuff coming from you a little bit. Like, it's, a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, uh, you have that rhythm I don't mind jazz. I'm like I listen to jazz I feel like I got kind of a um, it's, I don't like hip, know. A hip maybe r and B kinda
0: of hip a In a way in a because it's like like you like you be on stage, you kinda chill with it, but then you also get like your movers with your jokes right, and everything. Right, right. Not too animated but it's it's to the point where it's easier to digest, you take it, if, if that makes sense. Nah, nah it does, man, cause I, I, I actually, to hear you say that, it's like, <laughs> I, I,
1: I like to think that's how I am. Like, I, I like to think I mix with, with, like, anime. like I got, like, a nice blend of it. And not, I'm not leaning too much one way or mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. now, So, but, you know, man, you know, ideas, uh <clears throat> you know, when you're hitting the urban, because the urban rooms and the mainstream rooms, they got, like, a different, you know what I'm saying? So, with the urban rooms, gotta come with that physicality right you know you gotta hit it and then the mainstream is you can do a little bit of workplace. so i like to be able to uh, hit both because I, I gain from both of them mm-hmm. but i know if i'm leaning more so towards one side like when i when i because you know i live up north, north in chicago okay. you know the scene segregated right so when i'm up north i like man I'm, I'm losing my energy a little bit you know what i'm saying so that's why i gotta come south and you know hit up like a just in each room or something like that. Real. <laughs> Everybody talks about the right, I've been over there yet, but once, sooner or later, I'm gonna get out. Yeah, there. man, you gotta get over there, man. You ain't gonna wanna go back. <laughs> <laughs> <You gotta get. laughs> nah, it's cool. She right in those right five. But, but yeah, man, I definitely,
0: uh, when I need to get humbled, I definitely go over there. Real, that's what they say. It's like, you gotta come with it, but even if you
1: come with it, it can be your best stuff. It yeah. still be trash. <laughs> yeah, real yeah, talk. So so yeah, man, i just like a mixed, like, like intelligent stuff with, uh, mm-hmm. clever stuff I should say with uh, physicality. A lot of people say, "Man, you got you got some crazy legs." I'm <laughs> like, "All right, I'm glad my legs was, uh pushing my comedy feet. <laughs> <laughs> so i will be trying, i trying to think more stuff, more jokes for my legs. Stuff, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what what you reading, man? I, I see you got your book. In man, it. so I read I read like a lot of uh, self help books, self motivation books. But when I need a break from it, I, I like to read uh, mystery fiction. Okay. So that's what this is right now. It's a dude named, it's called The Red Breast, The Red Breast. Uh, it's not a porno book, book, but uh, this is his artist named Joe Nesbo. He's from Norway. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, you know, he got this uh, detective series called The Harry Hole series. So this is the third book in that series. Uh, takes. All his books are. It takes a while to get into yeah, two, it, man. And you 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 name there like by page fifty, be like, all right, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you if you can muscle through like that first like fifty to seventy pages, because okay. like, he he's taking his time setting it up. So if you can muscle through that, man, it, it starts like mm-hmm. you can't put it down after that. Mm-hmm. So so that's yeah, that's what I'm on right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I know you gotta get out of here, so it's gonna be pretty quick, but this might be one of a shorter interview, so it might just be like a bonus deal, but um, I, I asked each guest one of the last questions I asked what are the three things you would tell somebody who just starting off? Anything creative. It could be writing, it could be comedy, it could be podcasts, uh, art, whatever. I
1: would say give up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't cut for it, man. Get out of here. Yeah. no, nah, nah, I would say uh... That, yeah. <laughs> That's no, be, honest. be honest. with yeah, yourself. be Yeah, yeah. Be honest with yourself, man. Because, because what? Man, what was I? I was saying something. I can't think of what it was. It was one of those things where people was like, "Man, you either got it or you don't." Mm-hmm. And I feel like with comedy, uh, it's like that, you know. But the main thing I tell people, I think it's the most cliche advice ever, but I always tell people, uh, get on stage as much as you can, mm-hmm. especially in those first two years, like, because. Uh, I feel like when I when I got that one or second place in that funniest competition, uh, you, you know I'm from Houston, Texas, right. so I feel like it was nobody getting on stage more than me in Houston. Now, now now the guys that were working, like, doing, like, the improv or touring with the big names, you know, they do a lot of shows a year, but right. as far as, like, in the city, like, th- there was nobody hitting the stage more than me, because I was going to poetry spots, I was Karaoke spots. In addition to the comedy spots, uh, they had like a little, like a little rock and roll uh, open mic. They used to I used to go there, and uh, so I'm I'm probably getting up like eleven times a week in Houston. In Chicago, that's like nothing, but in Houston, like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of stage time, and uh, and you know that was that was like my year one to. Two, and I mm-hmm. was like the most broke, so I always tell people like I said, it's probably the most cliche advice ever. Well, I mean, but you're right though because that's the same shit that I was on. You get to the point where like you go to like a mic and then you go to another mic mm-hmm. after that, you're like, damn, dude, like yeah. that's when you find out if yeah, it's really You Yeah, you, you man, you get that repetition. I, I wish I could get back to that. To be honest, like you know, so I'm in that transition where I'm trying to work on new material. Right. I wish I could just just get back to this. It's like the old, those are the best times to do it because I started at 22. Okay, so you know. Not that, re- not many responsibilities, man. You free, sure, you have to get out there, get it. But you know, I'm ten years later. I'm married now, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, uh, we share a car, so we mm-hmm. we wrestling for that. True. <laughs> so it's like, man, you gotta, you you gotta. Of course, when you're young, you don't really know that you that this is the most free time you're probably ever gonna have in your mm-hmm. life. But you, you just really gotta hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, so that that's the main thing. And then uh, I would say the second thing, uh, don't let nobody like take what you should do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, when I started, I wanted to. Uh, there was this Destiny's Child's bit I used to do. Like, uh, you remember the song Cater to You? Right. I had like this this bit I used to do to that where uh, where I would like kind of kind of low key strip a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I would take I would take my uh, my sh- I would wear shorts underneath my uh, my pants, and I'd take my pants off and then. I would uh if you put two legs in one side of shorts it looks like a skirt or whatever. so so i did it it was, it was you know it was, was haggie but it was it was like entertaining mm-hmm. as hell man i used to get like ovations or when i won a contest uh doing that bit actually okay, okay. and uh <laughs> but all the older heads was like nah man that's man that's hacky, man you can't you can't do that on tv and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and and it it carried me when i first started man so i 10 years later, like, I I know for a fact I wouldn't be doing that now. But, (laughs) but I definitely ended it prematurely. And that was just listening to other people. You know Mm. what I'm saying? That, that may or may not have me in their best interest. You know
0: what I'm well, I mean I used to listen to some old sports radio, man. They said you could trade a guy a year too early, a year too late, maybe you got rid of that joke at the right time. Maybe because, so. Because if you keep if
1: you like you said, if you kept going with it and then it got to the point where like it wasn't hitting the way you wanted yeah, that's you, true. That's probably been like what the fuck? Yeah, that's true. And then probably getting rid of it like forced me to, you know, write know better. Stuff, to, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um yeah, man, and it, it, it's, it's a thing. I, I feel like when you listen to, getting advice from people, is like you gotta decipher like if it's coming from a place of help or a place of uh, hate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, yeah, those, those those are my main takeaways, mm-hmm. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, another thing I
0: ask, I'm like a Kanye stand. Of okay. That usually goes to a lot of different places. like, Kanye, have a in your bag. <laughs> no, uh, But uh, what I usually ask these guys is, you know, where are you at right now in the Kanye West confidence level? Now, to tell you how this goes, it goes from the discography of Kanye West. So it goes from uh, college dropout to now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was number one. So, like, uh, you so confident you doing all this, you know. But I, after, like, uh, a year or two of doing the show, everybody's like, you know what? I felt like college dropout, he was his most confident. I'm like... Whoa, mm-hmm. mind blowing. So, now it's college dropout number one. Okay. So, yeah, where he is right now, where are you at on that list
1: of uh, albums? <laughs> so, it be college dropout. Okay, or? so you talking about in terms of my confidence? Right, or? right. Uh, as far as like how I am on stage or with my career? Or? All encompassing, everything. Ah, uh, I would say. <laughs> let's go with uh, I would agree that College Dropout is his, is his most like that was his best album to me mm-hmm. uh, I would like go 808 Heartbreak mm-hmm. because uh, he was trying something you know he was in kind of like a, that was like you said the transition yeah kind of like in a transition but I, I uh, it wasn't his best album by far but, um, I, w- I would, I say a hybrid between that one and the graduation. Okay. Yeah. So I feel, I feel pretty confident. I think the future is bright for me, but, uh, I, I do feel like I'm kind of like that transition, transitional period, you know, want to try some stuff, you know, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And we're pushing for that college up. Right All right. Man. And then, uh, so he got a CD called "Yeah" now. Yeah, that's his. That was his last album. Okay, when did that drop, man? I wasn't that
0: remember. was sometime last year. Okay, I thought, I thought I thought a year. I, I want to say a year to two
1: days ago, maybe. Okay, I thought I'm still on the Pablo. <laughs> <like> the <pop-up. laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah, wrong oh, with yeah, that. Yeah, that was a good comeback album for
0: him too. Yeah. And and that's kind of why I like you know, I thought about getting rid of it and not bringing it up on it Just like that that. Yeah, it's another show. Because I know you got to get out of here. Because I got to get on the show. For sure, for we So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll link up again. Maybe it'll be in another
1: show. Or okay, okay. Right.
0: Appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thank you appreciate, man. you. appreciate
1: you. Thank you. Oh, can I plug my... Yeah, plug anything, though. Yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> follow me on Cash App at... <laughs> Cash... <laughs> Cash Tag, Mickey Housley. No, all seriousness. Uh, my main thing is Instagram. I don't really use Twitter too much. So I'm on there at... Mickey Housley, and that's pretty much across the board, MickeyHousleyLive.com uh, Check that out You can get the book Chronicles of a Stand-Up Guy on Amazon, just 99 cents right now uh, We'll greatly appreciate your support on that Super easy read, I think the biggest word is like stage And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, man I appreciate you having me <laughs> Thank you.
0: your world guys appreciate you checking it out make sure you subscribe and review make sure you also follow Mickey on Instagram at Mickey Housley um, like he said his other page uh, Mickey Housley live.com so you can follow him and figure out when he's gonna be at or when he's gonna have his shows coming up just to support the guy like I said man I think Mickey's a dope comic I appreciated him taking the time to sit down and talk to me Even though we had to kind of, you know, make it a quick little interview Or the podcast I, I think um, that's one of the cool parts about doing a podcast like this You get to sit down with people um, that you really think are good at what they do um, hes I think he said he's about eight years in I mean, To me, that's like light years ahead of where I am right now with comedy And like I said, I appreciate him taking the time to sit down and talk Chit-chat chat about um, comedy, man Again, follow the podcast on Instagram at It's Your World Pod underscore. And we're also on Twitter at It's Your World Pod underscore. And please make sure you follow the Facebook page or go and like it. It's Your World Podcast. Listen to a few shows, guys. Catch up on the old episodes. You know, I got a lot of content out there. I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, If you're just now listening, it's your first time listening to an episode, please come back next week or, again, go check out some older ones. And um, subscribe and review. Appreciate the love, y'all. Thank you. i out.